Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Devo Davis. That's picked up by Devo Davis. Into the defense, falls inside, got it for two, and a foul. Devo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Davis. Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Watney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Devo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Timeout, 2.9, Arkansas by two. What a shot. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. Well, you know what's better than Devo once a week? Devo twice a week. And it was great to have him on on Monday, and it's great to have him on again today. Second season starts, well, this afternoon now. Devo, welcome, my friend. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Buddy, we're great. We're great. We're uh, turn the page on Christmas and ready for New Year's, but uh, mostly ready for SEC hoops to start tonight. So let's start with first things first. How was your Christmas? Did you get everything you wanted? Yes, it was, it was amazing. I got to see my family and um ask for nothing better well yeah it's nice to uh be close i guess close enough to campus where it's an easy opportunity to go down and visit so that's good but um today the second season as my man pat bradley used to call it, you guys turn the page to sec play give me your take on the non-con and what you guys glean from that i know coach musselman tried a few different things and some different combinations and he talked a little bit about that this week but what what do you think you guys got out of the non-conference schedule oh i think you just got um to know each other better um, on and off the court, which every team needs, of course, especially coming in with um, a lot of different guys. But I think we learned a lot um, about each other, um, about the coaching staff, the new coaches that they came in as well. So I think we got that out the way, and now we're ready to um, win this thing, you know. How would you compare last year? And, and, again, it's a little different deal from you just coming in, but there were a lot of new guys trying to meld together, and you were a piece of that. Then you're bringing a whole new swath of guys this year. How would you compare the two as far as, you know, bringing guys together and trying to find out what works from a combination standpoint year to year? Yeah, um, of course you got different caliber players, which which will always come 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 up. So um, I think just knowing that last year we had like Justin and Jalen, and um, of course you had Moses coming in with us, um, which was an NBA uh, NBA ready um, guy. So. I think you had guys that that um, played different roles on their previous teams, and then you have guys coming in this year who um, was really good at what they did um, offensive-wise and defensive-wise with their previous team. I think this is just knowing that they came in from different teams, different coaching staff, that had different abilities. Um, those, those guys from last year and this year that had different abilities, so, I think everyone has something different about them. And, um, we just had to figure it out. We figured it out a little a little earlier last year, even though we took um, a couple a couple of losses. But um, I think I think these two losses we took this year um, helped us out a lot. I think we really gelled together now, and we're uh, preparing to to uh, win every single SEC game. And I think we're ready. What did you learn from the two losses specifically? What stands out about those lessons? Mm, just knowing that. Um, and then we talked about it a lot, but we never executed it. Having each other back, um, um, no matter if it's on the offensive or, or the offensive end or the defensive end, just knowing that 
we need to just um, be there for each other. So if, if I get beat, because, I mean, like us must say, everyone, I can stop somebody every time. So, like, say, mm-hmm. I, for example, if I get beat, just knowing that I got somebody behind me to help me and things like that. So I think that's small things, but I think that helps us out a lot. So. Uh, last time out against Ewan, which has now been eight days away, that's crazy. But uh, you play, you guys played Trey Wade, Kamani Johnson. Those guys get big minutes. What do you think we'll see tonight? Will those guys get more minutes? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, just knowing that they help us out a lot. The bench is something that we really look into now. Um, we have a really deep team because for us, that this is the first time ever going to deep into the bench ever. So. I think yes, for sure. You um, will see a lot of great things come off the bench uh, this afternoon. Talking to Devontae Davis. If you're just tuning in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Um, and coach has talked about this. We're all trying to figure it out. We've talked about the shooting side of it, but defensively against the three this year, you guys are currently 303rd in three-point defense. Last year, that was such a strength. I assume in practice, you guys are kind of getting the same teachings. What uh, what what's been the biggest difference in your mind defensively against the three so far this season? Yeah, um, just being disciplined. Um, last year, I think we um, really really knew that we needed to defend the three. Um, we have so much talent on the team this year. It's like we wasn't focused on it as much, and so I think with the talent we have, and then also defending the three, um, I think we was worse than three hundred and three. Um, at first, it was like three hundred and thirty. So I mean. At least we're moving up, and I think as the continue <laughs> as the season, yeah, as the season progress, I mean, hey, no telling after this game because after this game, um, we we looking out to give them more than five or six threes, and that's um that's a goal, and we're gonna set that goal and achieve it. So I know for sure that um this afternoon Mississippi State will not be hitting many threes as um of course like Northern Iowa and and um a few other teams that hit um multiple multiple threes on us each each half. I think. That's one of the key emphasis coming into this game or coming into conference play, period. You guys found out, I guess, yesterday afternoon that the game was going to be moved from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Does that change anything as far as preparation? I guess pregame will be a little different, at least, till earlier. Anything else that changes? Yeah. Uh, shoot around? Did you guys lose out anything by, by moving the game up? No, not really. Um, we knew what we wanted. We knew um, we've been preparing for, of course, you said we played, man, played in seven, eight days, so. We've been we've been preparing. Um, we've been having the scout things like that. So we've been we've been ready. So I think there's nothing um, nothing else that we need to know besides go out there and play hard. What can you tell us about Mississippi State? Um, you know, it's a team that's nine and three under Ben Howland, mm-hmm. and they're at home. Obviously, any road game is going to be a challenge. But what what's the scout on Mississippi State so far? Mm-hmm. Um, they they're great officers. They they great rebounds. Um, our key of instances, of course, on um, guarding the three, like we always, like we've been um, been, been preaching, but um, also just rebounding the ball. I think because um, most always say there's, there's some bulldogs inside inside the hole um, when it comes to offensive rebounders, and they take limited shots. So when they take limited shots and they rebound offensively well, um, we gotta really, really um, make sure we um, box out and just rebound the ball. But other than that, um, just just continue to play hard and just. Um, Go out there and just win, you know. Yeah, this is a team that has we'll call it values their possessions, but yeah, they're not from a pace standpoint anywhere close to what you guys mm-hmm. like to play. How how do you guys work to, especially with you in charge of the ball a lot of the time? You know, how much uh, or how how hard is it to get the tempo you want, and what are some keys to making that happen? 
uh, again turnovers. So um, made sure we turn turn them over, and, um, and we also know that those guys uh, on the other side, on the other on Mississippi State, they they really don't just like play really great fast pace, fast pace defense, mm-hmm. and so uh, we continue to got get steals and just get rebounds off missed shots. Don't give them second opportunities and things like that. I think we are able to push the ball and get a lot of kick heads and get fast right points because they don't really get back as fast. And but Coach Mudd did tell us that um, in the half court they're really solid and we need to um, just put this put put our foot on the on the on the pedal and continue to push the ball as fast as we can every time. Even though, but if we do get set up in half court, run our steps and just execute. You know. Have you been over there for shoot around yet? Did you guys go look at the arena? Yeah, we have. It's really nice. Yeah. Uh, you guys broke a seven-game, mm-hmm. seven-game, six-game losing streak last year to them and won handily by 16 at home. It's been a few years since, uh, or I guess a couple seasons since the program has been over there. What, uh, what was your favorite place to play last year away from Bud Walton? Was there a conference um, arena that stood out to you as far as being one you really mm-hmm. enjoyed? Yeah, um... It was cold in Missouri. I didn't like Missouri. Missouri, they, <laughs> and they and they got the they, they gym. It's like it's like it's like it's, it's crazy. They got big windows at the top, and so like when it's the, when the sun is out, it's beaming right on the floor. So you can't shoot from certain spots on the floor. So it wasn't Missouri, um, South Carolina. It was pretty decent. Well, they play with different basketballs so they the Under Armour stuff. So I really don't like there. Well, probably Tennessee or Rupp Arena. Um, Rupp. Rep was really, uh, really nice, and then uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee was really nice as well. Uh, they both was like NBA arena, and, and I say NBA arena. Like I've been to an NBA game, I have never been to an NBA games. So I don't know why I'm saying NBA, but from what I've seen, yeah, yeah. Well, those will be nice. Hopefully, you uh, you don't need to rush off, but yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you in a lot of NBA arenas in the not too distant future. So. So what's uh okay? It's ten forty-five here. What what's the plan for the rest of the day with a four o'clock tip? Like, what's your schedule the next few hours? Um, nothing. We just we actually just got done with film, a little bit of film, and then um eight. Um, we had a little snack before we went to school around this morning, but um, nothing. Just get some rest, and then um, we leave, go to the gym around two o'clock, and then get just prepared for the game. Uh, just get our minds ready. We're ready to play at two. I mean, at four o'clock. It's the first true road test of the season, but it's kind of the first true road test of your career since last year there was, you know, limited fans in in the arena. Have you thought about that any? Um, kinda, but I mean, I've I've never been like the person to just be worried about the crowd and things like that, or not even just the crowd, just being able, to, just being being away from my home, my home, like my home city. I mean. I w- it will. I can't say it's not like, but it will be different. But I mean, I, I mean, I play basketball, you know. So I mean, mm-hmm. as long as I'm able to dribble the ball and be able to make plays and just be able to score my, you know, that's all I'm really worried about. I mean, basketball is, has always came easy. I'm continuing to make it easy for myself and not stress about me not being in my home stadium. Devo, let you go after this. Um, we won't talk to you again until 2022. What's What's a typical New Year's for you like? Are you a stay up late, ringing the New Year guy, or you go to bed early? It depends. Uh, I think um, depending on if we have practice or whatever. Uh, I think me and the team and the team might get together and just just um, just be together and just have a little fun, um, you know. And maybe stay up late with them. Some of them probably can't hang 
I probably can't hang while I'm talking, but no, it just depends. Um, usually on New Year's, I be at home, so I mean, right. Really, just yeah. hung out with my family a lot, you know, um, friends. But other than that, it's really nothing special. Um, just now, just just be there and just just have fun and just do play games, whatever the case may be. Right. Well, it, it's, it kind of falls in a good spot because you got a couple of uh, days in between games, you know. Uh, before you guys get back into conference play on the fourth, so it falls in a good spot. But uh, listen, happy New Year to you. Good luck today, this afternoon, and we'll look forward to uh, talking again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care. Nice you too. That's Devontae Davis. Check him out along with the rest of the Hogs today. Again, four o'clock tip. Move the game up from eight to four. Had a bowl game canceled. They slid that game into that uh, slot. And I assume, Christian, that's a TV move, so I'm assuming we're going to see this game. I haven't even looked if it's um, an SEC Network game or what the scoop is there. I believe it's SEC that. Network, yes. Okay. Let me double-check that. But um, as we talk about New Year's a little bit, I do want to remind everybody, and you probably already know this, make plans in advance. I mean, look, you should do it any time you're going to go out and imbibe, but obviously during the New Year, there's a lot of uh, folks out and about, and usually the parties are flowing and people are ringing in the New Year in various ways. So be safe, be smart. And get ahead of it by making plans in advance. We all know the negatives that can come with drinking and driving, so let's avoid that. Nobody wants to start out 22 in a jail cell, do they? Not to mention paying for car repairs or trying to get your license back or having to breathe into a, an internet uh, or a, excuse me, an ignition interlock system. So that's not the way to do it. Let's plan ahead. Designate a sober driver. Use public transportation. Heck, walk from A to B or stay home. Throw a soiree at the house and watch the ball drop on TV. Bottom line is we want you to have a great, safe holiday season, and we've only got a few days left before we ring in 22. Let's do it the right way. This is a message from our friends at the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. We're back after this. We'll round out the first hour. You want to get in. It's a great time, 661-1037. You're in the zone on a wonderful Wednesday. Stay with us. <laughs> 